Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? That happened, Chip. That happened. <sighs> that was, uh, you know, that game, and everyone's going to be sick and tired of hearing it. That game was the game where you just prove that you're not frauds. Even if you lose close, so what? Uh, the Eagles defense is suspect as hell. That was bad. I yes. have nothing else to say other than I, I'm uncomfortably laughing right now. This isn't happy laughing. This is, I don't know what to tell you guys. That was pathetic. This is painful. Front. This is painful laughing. Try not to cry laughing. That's where I'm at. Uh, Defense was atrocious. Some of the worst Eagles defense that I've seen in a while, a really long time, probably since the 2020 season. Yeah, look. uh, And even then, I don't even know if they were. I mean, the Eagles were bad that year, but it's been a long time, to say the least. we'll, We'll get into everything that happened. Um, I don't want to. Not everything. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk about the key defensive flaws, and the Eagles have a new <laughs> signing. They signed Shaq Leonard. Desperately. I yeah. Listen, I am excited for that, but it it that game really just – it took a lot out of me. And when they signed him yesterday, as we record this, I, you know, I wanted to be excited, but – I am just, it was kind of like, okay, that's yeah. where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Which is not great. Yeah. Okay, moving forward. Uh-huh. The Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> The Sixers. They haven't really played. I mean, they don't play again until tomorrow. They haven't played in, like, a few days, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I have like, nothing there's there. nothing. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. I mean, Kelly Oubre will probably be back. They lost to the Celtics with an all-bench team by, like, five on they last-minute fouls. They almost won. <laughs> with, with an all-bench team. Jason Tatum got ejected in that game. He that did. was hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. It's just they're at the, the in-season tournament kind of just, you know, it made the schedule kind of wonky, so they haven't played in a while, and they had, they're they not playing until tomorrow night. So we'll see what happens. But um, the whole team was pretty much sick, so. Yeah, the whole team was out, basically. Maxi and B, uh, Batum was out. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, you, you, it, you're, you're glad to see the Sixers still hanging with the Celtics despite not having Maxi and Embiid and Batum, but it's, you know, that's not who we are, and there's not really, and we're still lost, so it's, there's not really much to say to, about that, so. Look, they're 12-7, and seven, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah, they're still right there. It's the beginning of the year, so. It's uh, still a long season. It's really weird. It's weird. I, don't, I still don't understand it. I probably won't understand it, and the only thing I know is the Pacers – beat the Celtics 
to go to Vegas, I think. I I don't know. And Tyrese Halliburton is playing his butt off. So good for them. Well, moving on. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the Flyers. I'm sad enough. Flyers are actually doing all right. I, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. By I them. think their last three games have been shootouts. Yeah, they have been. They beat the Penguins. That's always nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I hate the Penguins. Yeah, me too. That game took a lot of that. That Eagles game took everything out of me. Yeah, these last few days, man. It's like sports wise, I'm just I'm just out of it, especially because, like, also fantasy wise, I only made the uh, playoffs in one league, and I'm so frustrated with fantasy, like, just injuries and like just like weeks where I'll go off, but the other, my opponent goes even more off. And then the next week I'll do nothing and get absolutely destroyed. And that's just my life right now. And that's, that's how I'm living. So I'm in, I'm, I'm in, I'm in something right now. I'm in a funk. I'm, I'm just down bad this, this past week and a half. Yeah. Um, between, between personal issues and, uh, my my team's losing constantly. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I got nothing left. What you say, Chippy? Let's do the Rocky music. Oh God. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in the trash can and talk some birds, baby. Go birds. Yeah, that was trash. That whole game was trash. That's why Go I said trash birds. Can. Go birds. It pains me to say this, but go birds. Go birds. So, here's the thing. This is what lost the game. It was yards after the catch. Uh, here's what lost us the game. We suck. That's true. <laughs> it was yards after the catch, and uh, I'm going to read a tweet from Jeff McLean. Please. All right. Jeff McLean, thank you. Here's your credit. That was you. Appreciate it. Of the 40, shut up. Of the 40, <laughs> of the 49ers, 314 passing yards. The Eagles, 200 uh, against the Eagles, 213 of those yards came after the catch. All right, never mind. I take it back, Jeff. I didn't need to know that. Linebacker Nicholas Morrow alone accounted for 151 of the yards after catch per PFF. Wow. Other Eagles could have helped minimize the damage on those plays, of course. Morrow, but Morrow overall allowed six catches for 175 yards on eight targets. Fellow linebacker Christian Ellis allowed two catches for 33 yards on three targets. Wow. So the 49ers attacked our linebackers who all suck. 
Listen, I'm going to be real with you. They do suck. Now, Zach Cunningham being out definitely hurt. And obviously, Nicobe Dean has been out pretty much all year. So, like, Nicholas Morrow is a good run defender. He can't cover. And the Eagles always have these linebackers that just cannot cover. They've had Alex Singleton can't cover. Well, couldn't cover with the Eagles. I think he's gotten a little bit better with the Broncos. They had Nate Gary, who might be my least favorite Eagle of all time. He's certainly up there. Awful. Couldn't cover. Now Nicholas Morrow. Good run defender. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna take that away from him. Solid player. Can't cover. You have to have a linebacker who can cover. It's simple as that. Every good defense nowadays has at least one linebacker that can cover. Look at the best defenses in the league. 49ers. Who do they have? Fred Warner. Probably the best linebacker in the league. The best off-ball linebacker in the league. You have the Bills. Now, they have, they Matt Milano's out for the year, but he's a great linebacker. You have, you know, listen, I hate to say it, you have the Cowboys. They have a good defense. They have a solid, very good defense. And they have Leighton Van Der Esch, who can cover. You, you just can't continue to run out these guys and expect, you know, not expect them to, to get abused like the way that Nicholas Morrow did. Every single time a receiver went over the middle, they were wide open. And if, you're, if your game plan going into a game is to put Nicholas Morrow on Christian McCaffrey, then you're just asking to be destroyed. And that's what they did. I want to reiterate, they put Nicholas Morrow on the best running back in the NFL by a pretty good margin. And he went off. Now, the three losses for the 49ers, they've had they had three they had three losses in a row. In those games, the defense held Christian McCaffrey to under 50 yards. If you stop Christian McCaffrey, you stop the 49ers. And they did. That has to be your number one going against the 49ers. Because all Brock Purdy does is throw it to Christian McCaffrey. Check down, check down, check down, check down, check down. And he does it with Debo Samuel, too. They just couldn't tackle for their lives. And George Kittle. They were soft the whole time. 
They missed so many tackles all game long. It was just missed tackle, missed tackle, yeah. missed opportunity, missed opportunity, missed opportunity. I'm sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets to be a point too, and like uh, uh, I hate to go back. I, I Howie Roseman won us a Super Bowl, put together a good roster. But the devaluing of the linebacker position, this is what happens. It comes back to bite you in the ass every yeah. single time. It does. And the pass defense all year long has been bad. Now, and you're like, you're seeing the Eagles try to evade, like recoup that. Like they signed Shaq Leonard. Avante Maddox went out with a after the year they had to sign Bradley Roby like they're 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 trying to hide the fact that they give up the most passing yards now they don't but like they're I did see a stat they're actually dead last third down conversion third down conversions yes they're dead last in third down conversion and the offensive line has been really bad actually I looked that up today. Was shocked to see that. Uh, you know, it, it's they haven't been great, but Jalen Hurts has to be better. Think of the amount of times in the 49ers game, especially where the line gave him time, and he just stood there. Either throw it away or run. Like the, the 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 on the second drive of the game. Now, I will mention they have to score touchdowns in the first two on the on those first two drives. They have to because it's a completely it's a, a completely different game if they score those touchdowns. But they settle for field goals. On the second drive of the game, Hertz was standing there for at least six to seven seconds, and then he trips and falls, and it's a sack. And he loses 15 yards. And it happened again later in the game. Throw it away or run. And why on God's green earth do they not run the football? The first two drives. They go right down the field, and guess what they do? They run the football, which set up the pass for guys to get wide open. They couldn't score a touchdown. Red zone offense has to be better. You're up 6-0, and you just abandon the run. Why? I don't understand it. I know. I, I think this is this is the worst game we've seen from both coordinators. Yeah, and it, it goes back to it. And, it, you know, I, I don't know if this is true as well, but I also saw a report come out that Nick Sirianni is much more involved in the offense. Now, personally, I think that he's just trying to stand up for his guy here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what a coach has to do. You have to stand by your people. But at the same point in time, even if you're heavily involved in the offense, let's say Brian Johnson's the one making the calls still, and based is. off of the offensive game plan that you gave him, 
they've all been poor. It's been piss poor the whole entire time. Listen, I everyone understand. every week has been questioning every single call. Yeah. What the hell is going on? Get it together. You have a talented roster. If you you're one get... of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Yeah. You have A.J. Brown on one side. You have Devontae Smith on the other. When healthy, you have Dallas Goddard. I mean, for the love of God, DeAndre Swift has proven himself to be an excellent running back in the NFL and on this team. And you refuse to use him. You gave Kenny Gainwell more snaps in the first half than DeAndre Swift. You couldn't get the run game going, and you couldn't get the pass game open because of that. If you don't establish a run, it doesn't work. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Here's what I'll say. I, I I get Nick Sirianni kind of defending Brian Johnson. I and I I I like Brian Johnson. I do. Like he he he's done a great job with developing Jalen Hurts and you know being being with him. But and if it is Nick Sirianni, you gotta you gotta completely rethink your game plan going in. But if you're Brian Johnson, it you can't tell me the game plan going into the game is to run the ball the first two drives and then and then just abandon it. You can't tell me that's the game plan going in. So I, I just don't – and how many times have I told you this? Because we, we talk to each other during each game. How many times have I been like this during a game? I have been so confused, especially these last couple games. I just don't get it. And it happened to the defense this past game too. The defense, first two drives, getting pressure on Brock Purdy, they were able to do absolutely nothing. Yep. And then what happens? Now, listen, back to my offensive line comment before I get people yelling at me. This game Jalen Hurts had all day. There were two specific plays that I can remember that he was trying to direct people, and instead of trying to get rid of the ball when someone's coming at him, he takes it, what, an 11, 12-yard loss? Can't happen. Yeah, that can't happen. That's and a mental error. Happen. Now, the offensive line this year, this is the stat that I read. Okay. They've allowed 32 sacks and 145 pressures, which ranks ninth worst. Listen, that's not that's not a good stat. And you listen, there's no data in my mind that a lot of those maybe Maybe not a lot, but some of those are definitely on the offensive line. But a lot of those are on Jalen Hurts, and I yeah. hate to be that guy. No, he's regressed just a little is. bit. He's regressed a little bit. I don't. I don't want to say he's regressed. He's just. I think he's. His A game's not there, and whether that's because of the injury, maybe he's worried about getting hit. I don't know. It's something. I think he's overthinking it too much. Because we saw I, last year how good he was. He still is. Like, yeah, I'm still great. This, but, this is not by any means a call for anything. No, I'm this not, is just stating yeah. what it, yes. what it, what is. It is what it is. Yes. And what the hell can we do? Not we. We're we're not the team. But what can the team do to rectify this issue? I mean, I, I can't sit there and watch Devo Samuel score three touchdowns. After he called your player trash in national media. I mean, I, I know like, oh, well, we're above that. Are you? I don't think you are. First of all, why why are you coming at James Bradbury? Dude doesn't say a word. 
he's like the nicest guy ever. They didn't target him once. I like I don't get it. I, like what are you coming at him for? He doesn't talk any trash. And it's not just the like other guys come at James Bradbury too. Like why? I don't get it. He's the nicest dude, and he doesn't. He's the nicest dude, and he he says nothing. He's the quietest dude I've ever seen on the Eagles. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. But anyway, you're right. Like the fact that you know the fact that this team, especially Debo Samuel, talks so much trash on your on on the Eagles, and they come out and do that. But I, I you know, Jalen Hurts has to be better, and I think he I think he might be overthinking it too much. I think he's just trying to do too much. He's be, he's just trying to make a play. He's trying to make the big play too often. It It's just not there every play. It's just not. And we saw last year how good he was at adapting to the plays that happened. He's just not doing it this year. He's trying to stay in the pocket for too long, and he's trying to make the big play too often. Like I said, the big play is not there every single time. Last year, he would run outside the pocket if nobody was there and maybe get a couple yards. He's not doing that this year. He's throwing, and, and he he has to, if there's, if there's no running lane, throw the damn ball away. I'd rather have a throw away than a loss of 10 yards. Is it annoying to throw the ball away? Yes. But it, it, you can't take that big of a sack in that spot. And there's multiple spots. So I, I just, I th- and, and this has been happening for, for all year, in my opinion. He's, he's trying to do too much. And it's just, you, you can't. I know. Uh, it's, you know, I, this goes back to maybe two years ago with Jalen Hurts. Do you, this is just a question. Mm. This isn't even an observance that I've had, but. You mentioning this kind of reminds me of it. Yeah. Do you think that he's focusing too much on option one again? I, I wouldn't say that. I, I think it, it is similar in some of his interceptions that year, but he's just not throwing the ball. And I think he's, I think he's, you know, he's trying not to, like the difference between that year and this year is he <clears> would <throat> go for the big play it, and it would just get picked off. Now he's trying to go for the big play. It's not there, and he's not throwing it, and he's just standing there. So I understand you don't want to turn the ball over, and that's fine. But just you have to be smart. And in in that situation, you have to first of all you have to know the situation, and two, again, you, you just can't take a ten yard a ten yard sack. Especially when you have all day. He had all day. Hey, all this day. Game, this game I wouldn't put on the offensive line. I'm just, this is just what I've been reading because I've no. been. And that's, yeah, and that's fair. And that is fair because, like, you know. And, it's, and then, again, you have to consider, like, it's, it's on Jalen Hurts, too. It is. But I, I think the biggest thing on offense, especially, is, is the run game. They Why just, did DeAndre Swift have less snaps than Kenny Gainwell? They continue, like they just continue to abandon the run. I, I just don't get it, man. I just, 
don't understand. What's you up with saw, all the first down passing as well? I, right, I don't you understand. Saw with the 49ers, they were able to establish a run that sets up everything. Like the 49ers called those wide receiver screens too, and it worked because they set up the run. And also the four and the Eagles couldn't tackle for their lives. But that, you know, that's that you know, that obviously has to be cleaned up, but that was set up because they were able to run the ball. I just don't get it. It makes zero sense to me. And if that's on Brian Johnson, then I'm sorry, I'm out. Like right. I under I understand you're ten and two. I get it. Yeah, but you're not ten and two. Doesn't matter when you get you get whomped at home by the only team that really matters that you beat outside of the Chiefs. You're probably going to split with Dallas. That's a division rival. I mean, the the, the problem comes now. You lose to Dallas next week, right? You lose the one seed, and then you're tied with Dallas for first with uh, the conference tiebreaker, so you're still technically first. But you lose that. You lose your first seed. Right. Yeah. That's the issue. So now you have to win at Dallas. This 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 has to be a wake-up call for for everyone, especially the coordinators. Like I said, that is the worst I've seen a defense in a, a long, long time. What, what, what happened? The first couple drives. That's exa- exactly what I'm down. saying. They 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 just go away from what works. That's why I'm so confused. They tr- On both you know, sides of the ball. I, I think I was the one that said this. They try to get cute. Oh, all times. the times. All the time. They do it do all what the time. works. Do what right. works. And if they figure it out, you have to adjust. But there's no adjustment made. Did you see an adjustment made? No, not at all. I didn't see an they, adjustment they got made. Worse. They got worse. Actually, I, I saw, oh, boy, we're getting screwed here, aren't we? I might as well go smoke a cigarette because well, I, this is going to be a fun one. It, it just, I, I don't get it. This was This was horrible. This game was an abomination. This was one of the worst losses I've ever seen. The first two drives of the game were perfection. Other than the fact that they didn't score touchdowns, which they have to do, by the way. Perfection. They they were moving the ball down the field with ease, and they completely stopped the 49ers defense, or the offense. And they went away from what worked. After that, there was zero pressure on Brock Purdy. They could not stop the run. They could not tackle. They could not cover. Guys were wide open. On the offense, they stopped running the ball. And, you know, this is this is going to sound bad. I hate giving Cowboys credit. But Brock Purdy dink and dunking you, and then you guys just screwing up and letting all these yards after the catch – Dak Prescott can actually throw. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott can be – he can screw up too. We've seen it happen, and it's funny every time. But he can actually make plays happen. And it's – they have a really solid wide receiver core. 
yeah. as well. CD Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup's been quiet, but you know that he can make catches. Tony Pollard's not a joke. What are you going to do? They're going to let them do the same the exact thing? They have to stop the run. They have to. They have to stop the run. They've been they, the since the since the Chiefs game, they've been horrible against the run. Horrible. It, it I don't just, know what happened. Dude, I, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. Like, I don't get it. The, 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 this team is making zero sense to me right now, and I'm confused, and I'm angry. Because we, we should be performing so much better than what we are. This team is too good to play like that. This has to be a wake-up call. It has to be. It really does. I mean, If you go out and perform like that against the Cowboys, you're done. You're done. This is just really rough. Like, again, I was I expecting a win? Maybe not. Was I expecting that? Absolutely not. I was expecting that for them to fight even a little bit and there was nothing i don't know man this one was this was tough what exactly is there what is there else to say can you tell me Brian Johnson and Sean Desai, you better you better call a better game. This this better this upcoming game. It, it's again, it's sad that someone like like people like us, who are just who just watch the games, and we know what to do better than 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 those guys who get paid millions of dollars to call a game. <sighs> horrific, man. It's just horrific. I keep thinking. I just keep thinking about it. It's <clears throat> it, it was a game where I enjoyed doing a project that made my brain hurt more than watching it. Yeah, I enjoyed typing my eight-page paper that I have to do. This that was really bad. And then let's move on to the ejection. And then we'll move on to what the Eagles have to do against the Cowboys and what they're probably not going to do. So security guard got booted. Uh, You know, so the play happened. Devontae Smith got, I guess, lost out of bounds. Suplexed is probably suplexed. The... Like it wasn't as bad as people think, but like it's still. He, I mean, he picked them up, so like you can't do that. It should have just been a flag. That's it. It should have been a 15 yard penalty, personal foul, which it was. So, I'm I'm confused on 
First of all, why is Dre Greenlaw? The security guard, Big Dom, by the way, shout out Big Dom. He's picking up Devontae Smith off the ground. He's a security guard, by the way. So he's supposed to be on the sideline because, you know, he's security. He has to protect the players and the staff and all that. And if an idiot runs on the field, he has to go and get him. So he's supposed to be on the sideline. He's helping Devontae Smith up. And what, what happened? Like, did he Dre, Dre, Green, Dre Greenlaw is right there. He doesn't punch Big Dom in the face. He just like puts his hand in his face. He's like pointing. He's like I pointing think. at him, but it touches his face, right? So Big Dom is like, hey, bro, what are you doing? And did he sh- like he didn't shove Dre Greenlaw, but like I don't I I don't I don't even think he touched Dre Greenlaw if I remember. I don't know maybe I'm misremembering. You guys can look look up the video. I'm sure it's online somewhere. But Dre Greenlaw gets tossed, which I don't I don't think he should have gotten tossed, and then they throw out Big Dom. So. Uh, I, I don't really, and even, even the, uh, the referee who does like the, uh, I think it was Gene, it might've been Gene, whoever, like, you know how Gene Steratore like goes over the plays and whoever does that for Fox. Dean Blandino. Dean Blandino. There you go. Even he was like, yeah, I don't think he should have gotten tossed. I I didn't think it was toss worthy. But again, the NFL has been kind of cracking down on everything this year with anyone who's not really involved. Like he, like he suplexed Devontae Smith. Yes. That's a penalty, personal foul, 15 yards. All right. That's it. (laughs) But (laughs) I just, why, first of all, why is Drake Greenlaw putting his hand in big Dom's face? Why? He's helping the guy up. And (laughs) even (laughs) Like, I don't know, maybe maybe you could have thrown him out because of that, but the fact that Big Dom got tossed, it was kind of funny because, like, he got standing out, and I think that's hilarious. Yeah, but so, then you lose the Big Dom game. Well, I mean, we were already, we were already, I think we were already losing by that point, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was weird. I, I don't, I don't think Drake Greenlaw, I don't, I don't think anybody should have gotten, should have gotten tossed in that, in that situation, but. Again, it was just it was a part of it was just adds to the weirdness that's been happening with the Eagles. So I don't know. But that's what happened. Again, you guys can go look up the video. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. And uh, you be the judge. And now the game you've all been waiting for. I'm not. Sunday at 8:20, the Eagles are going to get absolutely wrecked by the Cowboys in Dallas. Yeah. If they play that way again. Again, like I said, this this has to be a wake-up call for the Eagles, the, the whole team, the whole staff, all, all the players. It just has to be a wake-up call. This team could easily be 7-5. and five. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah, no doubt. That's what I, like, that's, I've been texting my brother and my dad and even you, and I'm, I'm just like, how – like after that after that performance how how is this team 10 and 2 
like we could have easily lost to the Cowboys the first time. Easily could have lost to the Chiefs. Easily could have lost to the Bills. Got destroyed by the 49ers. We lost to the Jets somehow. You know. Could have lost to the Patriots week one. That's what? That's that's five losses right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We could be six and six. Could be. Yeah. Could have lost to the Cowboys. Could have lost to the Bills. Could have lost to the Chiefs. Yep. Could have lost to the Commanders. Twice. Twice. Yeah. And that game just puts the thought in your head. Oh, maybe they're just getting lucky. You know, I don't don't want to think like that, but it crosses your mind. I mean, who wants to think like that? Yeah. You think it makes me happy to think like that? But let's let's put it this way. The eyes matter. And when what you saw was just that was just. It it looked like a whole different level of football being played on one side. No one wanted to tackle. The 49ers scored on six straight drives. Yep. That hasn't happened in over 50 years. You come back and get the game within a touchdown and let them score anything they wanted. Every every play was a first down. Yeah. Every play. And if they got the third down, they were converting every time. Yes. And I, and I say, like, again, if they score on those first two drives, it's a whole different game. Now, does the defense probably still play horribly? Most likely. But it, at least it puts them in the game. And we don't get absolutely embarrassed like we did. At home, in your house. Yes. So think about it that way. I'm done. I can't talk about the Eagles anymore. Yeah, I'm for done. Another, for another week. And, uh, yeah. This might be it if we lose next week, man. <laughs> I know. This might this be the so end. Bad. This is so bad. Yeah. This might be it, guys. Well. I don't know. We did it. That was hard. We did it. Did we, though? No. All right. No. That's all we, that's, I mean, that's pretty, that's basically it. Yeah. Sixers haven't played. Flyers have been in shootouts for the last three games. They won one of them. They got points in all of them, but still. I am finally done class. All right, quick question on the Flyers, because we, we haven't really talked Flyers. Uh-huh. At this current juncture, now it's early. I understand. This current that. juncture, okay. So you're going to go Do ahead and you think, vocab. Yeah, right? You like that? No. All right. Do you think... <laughs> The Flyers can sneak into the playoffs. Right now? Yes. 
I mean, Chip, they're they're third of the Metropolitan. They're not terrible. Right. It, it, the answer is yes, they could. Uh, right. They they have to keep playing the way that they do, and it, it really comes down to can they just keep playing that feisty hockey that they've been playing? And I, I think John Tortorella said it best, too. They win because they have balls. They don't win because of their uh, – they don't win because they're executing perfectly. They're making mistakes. They're a young team, yep. not a perfect team by any means in circumstance, but they're on the right path, and it's very clear that they are. Thank God. Finally. Finally. And you're, you're getting contributions from guys that didn't really last year. Like, yeah. I don't know. I know Firebee had a good year last year, but he's playing phenomenal this year. Konechny's playing phenomenal. You have Coots back. And you so. look at it, too. There were guys last year that were in the, – the joke going around is that they're in towards his doghouse. Yeah. There were guys that were in his doghouse last year that are playing much better and actually yep. putting the effort out. And it, it, it really is just about the headspace that they're in. And I, I don't think they're they're not going to win anything in the playoffs, no. in my opinion. I agree. They could. It's hockey. You just catch lightning in a bottle sometimes. I think they could win a series. They could. Yeah. If, if people underestimate them, yeah, they could. Um, and they play physical, then that's fine. But I think, do I expect anything? No. Is it possible? Yeah, it, it is. All right. Last year, I would say absolutely not. No, no shit. You know, but th- this year they're playing a different kind of hockey. They're playing exactly. I- I'm fine with it. Yep, I agree. I had no expectations going in, and I'm pleasantly surprised with what I'm seeing. But with that being said, it is still very early. It is very early in the season, very early in the rebuild. So yes, but so. farther along. Farther along, maybe, than some people would think. Keep an eye at the trade deadline as well. I yep. I think that does matter in the end. It, I think they're going to see where they're at, and if they can get assets for what they have, they might proceed just rebuilding. And I think that's okay. Yeah. I don't think they're, gonna, they're not selling the house by any means, but uh, a couple names have been floated. Like Rasmus Ristolainen's been floated around. But, again, these are just... These are all rumors. You don't know for sure. Nothing certain. So take that for what it is. Yeah, I agree. Just I was curious on uh, on your take because again, we haven't really talked flyers that much. So yeah, I, that's really on me. I haven't done the best job watching. So I mean, me either, huh? Uh, it's I just had my hardest class of grad school, and I'm done now. So I can actually enjoy sports again for two whole months before I have my last class of grad school, which will be nice. Yeah. Yeah, it will be nice. But uh, you can enjoy sports only for the Eagles to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, there's there's going to be. How do I put it? Good times ahead, hopefully. I, I would think so. I mean, Carter Hart's playing really well when he plays. Uh, I think he has a, his save percentage is above nine, uh, 900. Um, yeah. Erson's been good. 
yeah, I, I, I'm not super worried. I, I'm happy with what they have right now. I agree. So it's just to see where it goes. Yep. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, all right. Think on that note, we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow us on Spotify there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. We're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. You can also DM us on X, where our DMs are open. Uh, we would take anything, suggestions for the show, asking for your our podcast to be on another network, whatever you want, we got it. Uh, we also share polls weekly on X. Our um, our tag is at the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Go to the web shop, get your merch, TBW hoodies, hats, T-shirts, whatever you want, it's probably there. It's getting close, close to the really cold weather, and it's really cold tonight. And you know what really goes good with really cold weather? A really nice hoodie. And it's Christmas time, so feel free to treat your uh, friends, family to TBW merch. Be great. Yeah. Be great. We share our episodes on Facebook. We don't do our polls there because the system is hot garbage. But on that note, on that beatdown, on that miserable ramble, on that absolutely disgusting talk, yeah. we've reached our destination. You're welcome. We'll see you at the next stop. Honestly, and hopefully, sorry. And hopefully you don't have to listen to two morons yell in your ear all day about things that you've probably heard about already. Go birds. Uh, yeah, go, uh, go birds. Sure. And Chip sucks at fantasy football. Okay, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing this. All right. I said <laughs> that in the beginning I was doing horribly. All right, you just you're rubbing salt in the wound here. All right, and I don't appreciate it. I made the playoffs in one league, and in the other leagues, I well I was terrible in in one. So you can I mean yeah all right you can say I'm I'm terrible in that league because I actually did suck. I was like three and ten, or I am three and ten. Mm. So I get it. But in our league. I got screwed over. I'm not going to go into the details because I'm going to get too angry. But I did make the playoffs in one league, so you could suck it. <laughs> See you guys. You suck fantasy. All right, let's go. You Bye. You suck fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs>